Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast, a podcast where we help you take your ideas from a dream to reality. Each episode will cover topics to help you overcome frustrations we all encounter in our maker community. I'm Trevor Wanamaker, a part-time maker running MakerExperiment.com, and Martina Miller, who's a full-time maker running Naughty by Nature Designs. We've all encountered bumps and pitfalls along the road we call making, and we are using this podcast to help you avoid the same pitfalls. Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast for episode 87, where we're going to be talking about procrastinating, and it's probably going to take us a full hour to talk about it, because it's going to take us a long time to get to the point. Uh, why don't we just do it next time? Do we have a point? Do <laughs> <laughs> you mean like the, what was it, five months I procrastinated on the art box project? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's still not done, because you need to paint it. I haven't showed it to her yet to pick out a color or to see if she even wants to paint it for that matter. She She's on the other side of the wall from where it's at. Hence the title of the episode. Dear Lord, <laughs> I thought I was bad. Well, when you posted it up, I was like, I remember him doing that like a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like end of February. You know, yeah. it's really funny because it's not like you truly build this stuff. Like, the laser cuts it together and you piece it Jeez. together, so it's not like... Another one of those. But I'm just saying, like, so you had it designed, you just had to plug it in to the laser. Your point? So... <laughs> because I would think the design part is the hardest part, like, honestly, yeah. trying to, you know what I mean? And you had that all nailed. It was the... Well, the problem is... I was going to assemble it back in March, and then I had like three sign orders that had to be done quickly, and then after those sign orders, I kind of forgot about it because I put all the pieces to the side. So it was even cut already too? Yeah, it was even (laughs) cut already. Well, I'm surprised you kept all the pieces together. I know, right? (laughs) That'd be funny if it was like the last piece that he was missing. No, I double-checked before I even started, because I had the parts list of what I was supposed to have. But I went through and did a bunch of orders, then ended up doing some mugs. And then it was only, like, a few weeks ago, I was doing a sign for somebody else. And I looked over and happened to see all of the pieces, like, together in a pile. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to do that. And then I talked to Epilogue about... Um, sponsoring a video and after they agreed I was like that's the perfect project it's already half done <laughs> and the fact that it's you know got usable hinges and a usable lock that were all laser cut seemed like an appropriate a project. good laser cutting project anyway you know, what about the durability of that because I know you had maybe some reservations about the handle you know, if that's going to stand if up. You, I think it's one of those things, if you try to pull it up too quickly, if it's too heavy, you're more likely to snap the 
handle itself yeah. than you are before I made the design change that I made, like, middle of the video. Like, I literally was putting it together, saw the handle, was like, I'm going to go laser cut a new piece. And then went and did it, and then came back. Where I added that little key slot with a rectangular piece going through it. Yep. If I wouldn't have done that, I would have guessed, like, two minutes. Because the glue would not have... That box is like eight pounds or something. Yeah. Because it's just straight MDF. Yeah. Well, you so, probably double up on that, right? You could double up on the on the retaining and on the handle, right? I think I'm going to have to. Yeah. But it turned out pretty well. Yeah. Like, if, if you're me or you're an adult that's handling it and you're careful with it, it'll be fine. If you're a child, uh, probably not. Yeah. Who would you make this for? A child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be uh, a special box that has to stay in a certain place and can come out, you know. Yeah. She, it's not something she can take and then I just assume she'll bring it back because so her you, other art boxes have disappeared. So, so you made her a gift that she can't really use. She can use it. She just has to have it like... It's kind of like your sketchbook. I make her put it back every time she's done. Otherwise, it disappears and she never finds it. And if it's going to be full of art supplies, I don't want it to disappear and never find it. So it's more like a, you can take it, but as soon as you're done today, you have to bring it back. I don't... To be honest, I don't know that she could carry it. Just because how much it'll weigh like, after everything's in it. She'll be like, it's too heavy. Well, we'll it's see. a perfect time to bulk up. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, you know. I mean, I was going to go with put wheels on it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does weigh more than I expected, but it's because of, you know, the multiple shelves and drawers and everything else that's in there. I think I, think I weighed in at like six pounds and some odd ounces. Yeah, and that's without the stuff inside, right? Yeah. And then if you add, like, a cardboard... Because I was doing the wait for if somebody wanted to have me ship, the like, a kit of one of them with the cardboard box. Like, a cardboard box is, like, a pound and, like, a half or something. I'm like, no wonder you get us on the shipping cost. You're charging us to ship a pound that's just your box. And it was, it was a USPS box. It wasn't, like, a Uline one. So, but... That was my uh, probably most procrastinated project well, that I've actually completed. Yet. Yeah, well, it's not done yet, right? The box itself is. Well, but it's yeah, not. But, but she hasn't project. decided if she wants to paint it. Nah. Well, then if she doesn't paint, then it's done. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's done. <laughs> well, she can just scribble on it, right? Well, draw on it, right? Yeah. I thought about like painting it like white or actually or even black and then giving her paint pens and letting her have at it. Or like chalk chalk or paint. Yeah. Or try to be fancy and trace some Harry Potter images from the internet and then paint pen fill them. Well you should have laser engraved those on there. Yeah, but I didn't still can. 
I can. I didn't want to do it for the video because I wanted the highlight to be the design of the box and not whatever I engraved on top. All right. So let's talk about how long did it take you to come up with all those weird transitions? Weird transitions. Yeah. In the video? Yeah. What do you mean? Like you were like trying to, oh no, that was for the dragon, right? Oh, that one sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and I, cause I'm not good at video editing. Yeah. Like I can make jump cuts and I can add music and I can edit to a beat. But some of those things I'm like, uh, how do I do this? So it took probably an hour to figure out how to do it. Yeah. And then another like 30 minutes of actually figuring out where to put it and make it part of the video. You mean like the the sprinkles? Uh, well, that is like you're like trying to throw the drawing onto the computer. Mm. So, full disclosure on that one. I was it talking didn't go to. Into the computer. Huh? It didn't throw into the computer. Well, I was talking to Andrew <laughs> from AG Does It about how to do. What I wanted to do was like hold my hand over the page. And do that thing where he like grabs stuff and then throw it and then it have it go from the page in my hand to the screen. And he like he sent me a video of how you could do it, but it would take like I don't even want to remember how many shots it would have taken to do that. And it was already Sunday. I was like, I need to get a video out this week. And while I was working, I was like how could I do this faster? How can I do this faster? And then I was just looking at the the drawing pad on the bench, and I was like, I'm just going to slam it into the computer, because I know how to Throw make an image appear <laughs> once it like has contact with something. Because you completely cover it, so you record a shot where the screen's blank, and then you hit it with the book, and then... You record a shot where it's just the book or just the computer screen with the design on it. Yeah. And then you just back them up to each other. So that's, you know, two minutes of work to figure out. And the other one would have taken me like all damn day. Yeah. So I made the executive decision to be lazy and do it the easy way that I knew how. <laughs> one day I'll get better at transitions, but that dude knows how to do all the video editing way better oh, yeah. than I'll ever know. His videos are so cool. Good. Yeah, he needs to have a much bigger audience on YouTube than he does. That Game Boy, yeah, that playable Game Boy, jeez. He just started, though, on YouTube. I know, that's the sad part, is like, YouTube you put so much time and effort into, and it's like, oh, 100 people saw it. Yeah. <sighs> that's so demoralizing. But, I mean... I guess we all start somewhere. Yep. It's because we don't title our videos, oh, I bought a $10 million mansion. That's going to be the title of my next one. Full clickbait. You know what? <laughs> you probably would have a great YouTube channel for title clickbait. Well, it's going to be watch us transform this $150,000 shitbox. So. <laughs> Hopefully. I'll find From shipbox to mansion. Well, I mean, it doesn't become a mansion, but it becomes livable. Clickbait. <laughs> they don't know. 
until they watch the end of it. They're like, what the hell happened? We're working on one right now, and I was walking through the other day, and I was trying to talk about like how to do the baseboards to someone on our team because he's going to do them in his house, and he's not handy at all. And he has like the rounded corners, like instead of the squared off walls. So I was trying to like walk him through how to do it over the rounded. And then I was like, oh, so we just bought this house. We just started it. I was like, oh, can't put my hand right there. There's a roach. So I'm like, let's try the other wall. I'm like, oh, can't put my hand right there. There's another roach. I'm like, yeah, we need we need to get a little bit more work done before I'm spending more time in this house. We need to get the the crew out here to spray for some bugs because this is gross. I was like, there shouldn't be this many bugs for the house that no one's living in. That's why there's so many bugs. It's gross. Well, it's probably because it's so damn hot. Probably. But yeah, so that's why it's called the shit box. It's like a bug box. YouTube channel. It's a hot shit box. Hot shit box. From Roach Motel to $200,000 house. There you go. (laughs) Roach Motel to your hotel. (laughs) Your titles are going to write themselves. (laughs) People would actually watch your stuff. Like I know. House I just that's a huge like. Thing. I need to get better about filming it, and it's hard because when we have the crews working on it, like I don't want to film it because I don't have their consent, and then I'm putting it on the internet. So I think if I got better about getting everyone's consent right off the bat when they started a project, then it'd be a whole different story. So, yeah. like, I can, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be cool to do more of the process, but usually it's just me showing up after 3.30 when I know everyone's out and doing, like, a quick little walkthrough and leaving. I would just get the, I think they have, like, uh, consent forms or something. Yeah. That you can just print out and have them sign. And then, or, like, even getting better at, like, figuring out how to blur out faces, like, getting better in edit, getting yeah, better at editing to, to be able to do it. You should just put, like, little roach faces over them. Do it. Funnier than That'd be hell. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, people love that HGTV stuff, so. Yeah. Your channel would appeal to more people. We're literally living the HGTV life now. <laughs> so, have, do you oh. have any videos out? Not, like, a beginning to end. Like, yeah. um, it's really, because when we were getting these properties to begin with and walking through they're boarded and they have no electricity so it's really hard to even film the initial walkthrough because you can't see it you know what i mean like there's not enough light um so it would take either me bringing in like lighting and stuff like that or really figuring out how to like brighten up the video in order to like truly appreciate how bad it is when we start you'd have to bring lights in yeah and it's kind of, I mean, at least the lights make the roaches go away. But at the same time, when you're trying to like watch where you step and then you're now holding a light and filming and all that, it's it's a little complicated. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Her channel is going to be, uh, people come in, I'm a college student and I work at Starbucks and our budget is $2 million. I haven't had that happen. No, but you, like, yeah. watching HGTV, you're like, there's no way. Yeah. Like, you don't work as a teacher, yeah. and you don't work as a coach at your local high school, and there's no way you can afford a $1.2 million house. I think our videos would consist of like a lot of F-bombs, and then like quick little screams because you find the buggies. So <laughs> That's what would make your channel entertaining. <laughs> we Just walked Martina through... running through the house screaming with roaches on her. Yeah, <laughs> We yeah. walked through one a couple weeks ago. 
And um, I the countertops were literally Tootsie Roll Brown, like tile pieces that were Tootsie Roll Brown. So I said, it looks like effing Tootsie Rolls. But of course, I didn't edit it. And then I sent it to like our team and I was like, we're thinking about picking up this property, blah, blah, blah. Sent it off, not even thinking anything of it. And then one of the girls texted me back and was like, thanks. I watched that with my three-year-old and now he can't stop saying effing Tootsie Rolls. So, (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, Martina. (laughs) She was like, I hate you. I'm sorry. I'll start pulling out the audio when I send these out to you. (laughs) Corrupting the minds of children. Oops. Well, I I don't typically watch anything with the volume on on my phone if my kids are around. Regardless of if I know the audio is safe. Yeah. Just don't do it. You never know. Well, if you send me anything now, I'm definitely not. <laughs> I have a potty mouth. We all knew that. I don't know what to say. You have a potty mouth, an early bedtime, and an early rise time. <laughs> early bedtime and early rise time. I know. I, w- I woke up naturally today at like 530. Oh my god. <laughs> Yesterday, I must have been tired so, though. So because... wait, before you set an alarm clock to get up? What's that? You said you you awoke naturally today, but did you do you usually set an alarm clock to get if, up? Because I go to the gym in the mornings, I'll set oh. an alarm clock. But So normally I wake up before that. But yesterday I must have been tired because I slept in until it went off at 5.15. So. Yeah. But normally I wake up before it. She slept in because mm-hmm. she must have been tired till 5.15. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I heard. It never happens. So I was like, oh, what is this noise? You'll be proud. Yesterday I was awake at like 6.15. What'd you do? Went to work. Yeah, <laughs> you weren't productive with your time. You just left early for the office. That's that's what time I have to wake up to get there at like seven thirty. Oh. You know, that day job wears you out. See, I don't think I'm going to be able to procrastinate much longer because we're getting ready to do redo both of our bathrooms, and the contractor came out and. The cabinet for the front vanity is still, like, solid, but I don't like the doors on it. So he said it'd be 100 bucks per door for them to replace it and do, like, a shaker-style door front instead of what we had. So I was like, shit, I gotta start building again. There's no way I'm paying. Because I was like, that's a lot of faces to be replaced. Like, that's a couple... Like, I could buy a new vanity with that price. So now I gotta do it myself. Yeah. I'm gonna have to work again. What have you been doing so far? Telling people what to do. (laughs) (laughs) It's been pretty nice. Like, oh, you you screwed up that paint right there. Like, fix it. See? Potty mouth. She caught herself. Kind of. (laughs) Not really. She's like a general contractor. You have to. Yeah, it's like project managing. You walk around with your blue tape and stick everything and say, I'm coming back tomorrow and this better be fixed. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) You just get like a place water and hit roaches in the... You would think they wouldn't want to do stuff twice because they're fighting off the bugs right now. You would think they just want to do everything right the first time so they can get the hell out. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know that I'd ever walk in. <laughs> the bugs should be gone by next week. Yep. There you go. Wait, we're keeping people busy. Keeping the pest guys busy. 
keeping all these painters busy. So that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And then I go back and sit in air conditioning. Nice. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, especially when it's uh, as hot as it gets. Oh yeah. I know. Well, now that we're all in the uh, same area of the country, because when we had Stephen on, and he was in South Carolina, it'd be what like hundred and something on our side, and he'd be like, "Oh, it's fine here." It's like, what I, I think we'll you. have to do is like next time I drive out there, Richard will have to drive out too, and then we can just do a giant collab. I am really shop. like somehow in the middle of both of you. Hopefully he still has Not the like directly. It's like you have to go up and she has to go east. Hopefully he still has the G-Wagon and you can come oh, no. visit us in that. That thing is going right back to the rental company. <laughs> that much uh, gas, huh? That's what oh. I said too. It's not too bad. I, I was getting um, uh, 20 miles, about 20 miles a gallon. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. That's what I said. And then you know, traveling across the, the south here, it was like uh, uh, close to $2 a gallon. No, yeah, that is that's the one part I liked about driving cross country is you saw how low the gas actually gets. Yeah, and I don't understand why it's so high in in some of these places. Yeah, especially with you know oil being as low as it is right now. Well, as soon as you exit like New Mexico, yep. you can you can see it yep. jump by the almost by the dollar. Yep. So, Richard, it's it's a shorter drive for you to get to Vegas than it is for me to get to Vegas. So yeah, we'll have to I plan it. It says four and a half hours. So we'll yeah. have to plan accordingly next time. And maybe we'll just do, maybe I'll take the Fiat and we'll make the key. And that will be, be our project is we're making the key for the wind-up Fiat. We, uh, you would need to make it be able to function so it actually turns. That'd be even funnier. That'd be so badass. But I wonder if we could do it to where, like... Just the, um, like the keyless entry, like the auto start thing. We can just do like the auto start button on the key, like a wind up key on the back that had the auto start button, so that like we went and like turned the key, but we hit the button at the same time, so the auto start went on for the car. Oh yeah. Well, you can. The easiest way to do that is just hide the remote on the key. Yeah. So we'd also have to figure out how to put auto start on that car. So, so the best part of this is that we're talking about this, and no one has, no one has any idea what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> I think it makes sense. <laughs> this yeah, is how we were we talking about it before. Oh, that's true because it wasn't recorded. Yeah, but I think saying that we're gonna put a key that makes a a Fiat look like a wind up car that makes sense. But it's gotta be like the oversized silver, ridiculous looking. I key. want it to be like as big as the hatch. On the That'd back be of the hilarious. car. And then we'll bling it out, make it look like it's true chrome, and then figure out how to make you it know rotate. Be really cool is if you, you could turn it, but have the ratcheting sound when it turned. Like a so it actually yes. sounds like it's turning. That would be better. It so that's weigh like 800 pounds. So this will It'll only probably take, weigh a good like 30 or 40. This will be true procrastination because we all have to get in our car and get there. <laughs> We all have to actually be productive and make it, and we have to make it to how it would be super cool. I would say definitely design it before you get here. Because 
we'd wait, we'll waste like probably a week just designing the thing. You guys are the ones with all the CAD experience to be well, able. Well, you got to figure out how up. you're going to mount it to the car. That'll be the hardest part. Well, you probably wouldn't keep it on the car at all times. I think I probably would. I mean, I if we're going to take the time to do it, it has the to. The only live there. place I can think that you would actually be able to mount to on the back of a car is the license plate area. Because that's the only place with bolts that are exposed. Oh, so we're just going to take that. off the license plate and just well, bolt that's it what I'm through saying, those you holes? You can't do that. <laughs> you could, actually, you I can could move, move it. the license plate. Because hmm. I'm wondering, because no cars don't have exposed bolts anywhere else. Except for, like, under the car. Um, well, you could put it on top of it. I get... But normally, uh, like, where's the, the wind-up part for a wind-up car normally? On top or No, it's on, on the back? like, the back. I'm going to look it up. I mean, it's your project. You do whatever you want with it. <laughs> Beauty of being a maker, right? Okay, so somebody kind of did this. Yeah, I've seen it before, yeah. But it's not... Well, the one I'm seeing is, like, a really lame version. No, we're going to... We can make it functional. See? Really lame version. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's not that fun. That's like a tiny <laughs> little key on the back of a Volkswagen We're going to make it way more obnoxious than that. Oh, for sure. It's got to be like the whole size of that window. See? That's only 15 bucks. It's probably just suction cupped onto the windshield. Yeah. That one's better. That's funny. So people are actually making it part of where the emblem was for the Volkswagen Beetle. I wonder if we could do that to where it just freely spun. So as you drive down the road, it looks like it's just taking the wind from like, be being in the elements. So it just spins as you drive. It looks like they're mostly doing it on Volkswagen bugs. Well, that was a Fiat up there, the one that had the thing that said fail. Now we're super distracted. Yeah. <laughs> we We do that. That's how it works. Oh, because they, they did it off to the side. Yeah. So they yeah, said that's... it's a fail. That's... <laughs> well, I don't even like know they're how they... judging. Like, yeah. they took a photo of someone driving down the road, and they're like, if you're going to do this, do this the way I want to see it. I wonder so... if you can replace the uh, emblem. Well, the, I mean, that's probably glued on, though. I don't know. I can't well, imma- people are replacing the so Volkswagen one. expensive to replace that stuff. Like... The little details on cars like that are always like way overpriced yeah, when you need to like, redo oh. it. The best thing is it's not our car. Yeah. Not ours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you need to replace the whole back hatch? $800. The emblem? 500 Like the little chrome plastic pieces that outline they're, yeah, the, they're insane. the taillights? I think it was like $75. And I was like, this literally just pops in place. Like, I just push it in place. This is such a freaking waste of money. But it looked so trashy without it. Like, it's very apparent that a part was missing. So I was like, this is the stupidest stuff. Should have just 3D printed one. Well, the good part is we can laser cut this out of acrylic so it's weather resistant. (laughs) Amanda will freaking kill me. Because be this hilarious. is her car, like so. We should also she just might not, appreciate. She, we should just not tell her, yeah. and then also film when she finally sees us putting the, like her freaking car with a wind up thing. You on know the what you do? 
you both you bring her with you she stays with her friend and you say oh i'm gonna go do some uh maker stuff yeah i would say i'm gonna go hang out with trevor and then you just return with a key attached to her car that spins while she drives (laughs) she's home now we can't talk about it i think this will be a very very funny project that'd be good for your channel that is also true so we're going to need the COVID to go away <laughs> so travel can recommence. Yeah, I agree. Actually, our uh, my boss is actually traveling to Alabama right now for our project. Mm-hmm. And I was like, glad it's you and not me. <laughs> well, I've been through all the hot spots. Yes, you have. So you're probably immune by now. Uh, I doubt that. Uh, if anything, he's bringing it back with him. Yeah. I mean, you can't go from Arizona to Florida and back. You, know, you really did hit, like, every hot spot on the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Because you took the 40? Uh, 10. Oh, you went even further. Okay. Yeah. Did you stop and hang out with any makers along the way? Or you just, no. like, pushed all the way through? Oh, no. I'm trying to get in and out of there as fast as possible. <laughs> Before you get the Rona? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah can't I say I blame you. Yeah, it was interesting. Interesting for sure. Well, now we have a post-corona project. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we'll, so this will be good procrastination. So in about two years, when things are back to normal, we'll hang it out. It might take that long. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably not even have that car anymore. No, you have to convince her to keep it. <laughs> you, you can't let her get rid of that car before it happens. Sorry. I have big plans for this car. Just tell her you have big upgrades in the works. <laughs> like a bigger engine? Because that's what I re- that's the reason I want to get rid of it. It already sounds like a, a wind-up car when you drive it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's not a smart car. No, it's like one step above. Yeah. I mean, you if know, they you... asked key on the back of a smart car, that would be hilarious. There was a picture of one mm-hmm. when oh, yeah. I typed in wind-up car. I actually knew somebody that had one of those, and he was like six foot four. We should just totally vinyl wrap this whole thing, too, with like flames in the front. Because I'm assuming by the time we do it, like I'll own this car outright. So we'll just totally like turn it into a maker car. Well, and vinyl wraps are... And take whatever machines... They don't cause damage. So. Whatever machines we have to get creative on it. So we'll CNC stuff. We'll laser stuff. We'll do vinyl stuff. We'll just deck it out. You know what you should do? You bring it over. We'll hydro dip it. Get it well, I was going <laughs> to say, get it vinyl wrapped so that it's like a clean surface that can peel off. So she really doesn't like freak the hell out. And then we just let children draw on it. We just should, hydro, be we should hydro dip it. You well, could maybe How are you going to hydro dip a car? Piece by piece. If you power coat it, aren't you learning how to power coat? You got to bake that in an oven. I think you could... I think if you hydro dipped a piece and then tried to apply it, I don't know how vinyl reacts to that. Like, does it shrink? Maybe we could just hydrogen the vinyl and then put, like, and then apply the vinyl. 
What's what I'm saying? Does the vinyl shrink? When Why it would it though? Had, I don't know. I'm just asking. Well, you can just get the vinyl printed on. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Party pooper. I'm just saying. Well, you, I don't understand how do you hydro dip vinyl. <laughs> You just take a, the sheet of vinyl and you would just yeah. dunk it and then you would uh, apply it. But the hard part would be not doing the sticky side. So like if you leave the backer on. Yeah. Yeah. I would like if I think if you do it quick enough, you can dry it out enough for the sticky side to still stay intact. Yeah. When I dipped the uh, acrylic that had the adhesive on the back, I just left the cover on the adhesive. It still worked just fine when it was done. Yeah, because most of the vinyls, um, like you can just you you put it on wet or dry. Most yeah. of the time. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna be cooler than your G ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've never been seasick in a car before. Well, it's not that I was seasick in the car; is that when I stopped and got out, like I had to get like land legs. <laughs> Richard's currently was... driving the Infinity. What is it? The Q80, like the big uh, monster. No, it's a QX90. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so. the tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's huge. Very huge. Is it because you were just sitting for so long in a weird position, or what? It's like driving no. in a chair, though. Yeah, it is like literally like you're on the open seas, you know, and there's no <laughs> smooth road between. Arizona and Florida at all. No, no, there's not. So it's just this constant I can vouch for that. bobbing up and down and then I like, get out and you're like, whoa. Yeah. So yeah, when I've you had get that feeling. when you get back, are you gonna start your moth project? Or are you gonna put yeah. that off? Well, we'll see about that. We'll see. Well so so I've changed it a little bit, so I'm actually thinking about doing um making it into a record console. That'd be cool. Yeah. With the built-in speakers and all this stuff, um, so I'm kind of trying to. He just added that. three months of procrastination to that project. Yeah. Well, because yeah. he has to get all the specs put in now and figure it all exactly. out, and then like oh, do yeah. an order list. So. I don't do an order list. <laughs> There's no planning in anything that I do. I overplan and he underplans. Yeah, I just like get a concept, like oh, I'll start cutting stuff. I'm probably like in the middle. If I'm actually working on stuff for the most part, it's like I either have everything or think I have everything. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, I didn't use that last time. So I'll use it this time. And then it's like, oop, nope, just kidding. I don't have that one item. Yeah. That last project I had, I had like full on assembly drawings printed and ready to go. <laughs> See, I tried that. I tried that. But then I halfway through, I just like, ah, I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> Uh, well, building, doing the assembly drawings in CAD, I guess, helps reinforce how it's going together. So I don't necessarily have to look at them while I'm doing it. Because I I remember from doing the drawing how it's going to go together. Yeah. But it helps. Surprisingly, two people actually bought the planes for it. That's cool. We'll and then they'll start it. selling them on Etsy and make more money than you did. Yeah, and then I'm going to shank them. I mean, nothing. <laughs> no, it says in there, personal use only, which obviously means steal somebody else's idea and sell it for your own. Yeah. Because that's what everybody does, apparently. 
it is astonishing how many people are like oh well i paid for it that must mean i have the rights to sell it even if it says personal use only people suck. <laughs> that was just a huge eye roll right there people yeah suck. people are people suck <laughs> well then you get people that are like you know what's a realistic cost for like a kit that's like you know that it takes like an hour to make you gotta box it up you gotta ship it you gotta put it all together they're like i don't know like 20 bucks i'm like you realize it costs 20 bucks to ship it you're on the box alone because it's like it's eight pounds when it's all packaged up and even the cheapest flat rate it fits in is like 16 dollars it's like okay what do you do about the cost of the wood that okay now you're above the 20 bucks you want to pay and then it took an hour to make it. You're so you're paying to have people buy kits. Just make it out of cardboard. True cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. Here I got to cut up my quarter inch cardboard. Delivered. I'm not gonna redesign it to a different thickness. <laughs> That's the problem with like you can put variables and things in so you can adjust widths and stuff easier. But you still have to like post process, lay out all the pieces, and into like a cut file, and it's just kind of a pain. But but it's done. that's why I started selling plans because people rarely want to pay the price for the actual. Well, if you like, took, it was it's not expensive. But if you took all that time to design it, might as well. That's like um, the Anibal trades. Yeah. Mentality. Well, that's why I do it. So it's it's one of those things where like the audience just isn't big enough where it reaches enough people. I think at this point, mm-hmm. but as my audience grows, that'll be a bigger part. I I feel anyway. Right. Ouch. Yeah, because some of the numbers she's like talking about in that class were, you know, if if you have a hundred thousand subscribers, right, this is the and then you if you get, get a magazine to pick it up and all that stuff, so yeah, it's like I. It's like, yeah, if I could, we'll see. Maybe one day. You need a much bigger audience than what I have for that. Maybe, one day I'll maybe get some there. talent. I'll never have that. So. <laughs> You're asking too much here. <laughs> you work on your transitions. Be good to go. <laughs> you know how to do that, right? It's called hire a video editor. Unpaid intern. Unpaid intern. You know how badly I would love an intern that just does videography and editing? Because that's the part I hate. Like I'll make stuff all day. But when you have to set up the camera 40 different times in 30 minutes for yep. like 10 seconds of a shot. You just need it's... to get your kid out there just to record you. She has to earn her box, her art box. Well, the problem is my tripod is so crappy that even I have trouble getting it to, like, not move while I'm filming. Just get her It'll a gimbal to, like, and she can record droop. you as you're moving around. That's true. I need to buy a new tripod and probably some kind of gimbal. Because that tripod is, like, on its last leg, I think. Like, even, even when what it's set up... What do you do to a tripod that is, like, so wonky? What's well, the weight of the it, camera? It's the weight of the camera. Because they, 
they claim it's for DSLR cameras, but I think they only account for the body weight and then not the lens like sticking off that's going to be like a counter. Well, is it a standard size tripod? Yeah, but it. I just think they tried to cheap out on the wall thickness of the material. Yeah. So it's like, or the head part of it where it swivels. Yeah. Because I'll have the tripod set up and it's level according to the little level they have on there. And then when I attach the camera and I step back, like the head, the swivel head is like tilted sideways. And, but the, the tripod is straight, but the head is like diagonal. So it's something in that connection that is shoddy material and is, it doesn't hold up over time. Yeah, just go get a quality one. I think the tripod was like 50 bucks when I bought it. So that, that sounds more than quality, but apparently that's good. I thought it would be okay. Yeah. But I was wrong. Just make your own. I've had the tripod for like, I don't know, three or four years maybe. See, laser cut tripod. There you go. I have. You can make it collapsible too, like to yeah. where, like, you can just have it like fold into itself, and then it well, can I saw unfold. Cutworks one that he did it on a CNC or something. Time to get but a CNC, like a, just so you can make it was a tripod. Like a boom arm that he had that he could like move around. Yeah. Well, somebody already started a laser version. Yeah, but no one has a laser cut tripod. Though. I'd have to figure out how to do that, and what then else collapse are you doing it. With your life? A lot of things. <laughs> Arguably, too many things. It's like spend three months trying to figure out how to do it or just go buy a good tripod. That's what happens when you nap. It takes up time from productivity. I took one nap. Jeez. (laughs) Man, such a hater. Hater. Starting off strong with that haterade. Well, you know, you get to that point where you take on so much and you work so long in a row that eventually your body's just like, you're going to bed. (laughs) It literally just fails you. It does. That's what happened last night. I I laid down with the intent of getting up in like five minutes. I was like, you know what? My back kind of hurts. I just need to lay down for a minute. And then five, like within seconds, I was out. Like, be it like didn't even take a minute. Life in your thirties. My back hurt, so I had to lay down. So it's well, because at work we've been assembling. Um, our project so it's like you know carrying heavy stuff and moving heavy stuff and doing that for like 10 hours straight but you do have a desk job so that's like two rims of paper right thank you (laughs) if i was at my desk you'd be correct but no reams reams of paper but the uh you know you're carrying 100 pound components and installing them and moving stuff around and we're building up like hoses from scratch with crimp machines and by the time you get home after 10 hours of doing that for five days in a row like i don't know how the guys that do that as the full-time job can do that without being in pain all the time and actually one of the guys was like no i'm in pain constantly he's like you just learn to deal with it 
It's like, that doesn't sound appealing at all. <laughs> I just got to build up your stamina, strength. Dude, it's... Get up at it's five, one of those things five o'clock like, go to the gym. When I was 20, I'd be fine. It's like that minute I hit 30, it's like, man, why does everything hurt? <laughs> like, you hear these stories, and you're like, you're crazy. It doesn't happen. And then it's like literally overnight, you you hit 30, and you're like, all of a sudden, everything starts to hurt more. I don't get it. I, I wasn't 30. I mean, I'm, I'm you were 27. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I just needed to take a break. There you go. You kids ready for an after show? Uh, maybe. I'm like, we're way off. Way off from a procrastinating topic. So. Well, Not really. I think we're right on, right on target. <laughs> I think that's exactly what procrastinating <laughs> is. Alright. You ready to go to the after show now, I guess? Yeah, where all the fun okay. stuff happens. Check it out. <laughs> It, it may be fun. It may, it may not be. It be the I same mean, crap it's like Schrodinger's about. cat, but as a after show. Schrodinger's iPod or uh, podcast. There you go. Yeah. All right. See you in the after show. <laughs> Joe. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, head to www.makervisionpodcast.com where you can purchase merchandise or donate. You'll also be able to join the email list to stay up to date with the podcast. Find us on Instagram at Maker Vision Podcast or join the Facebook group Maker Vision Tribe. How many listeners do you think dropped off by now? Guaranteed all of them. I mean, we only had one to begin with. I know, and we put him on the podcast. And it was Richard, yeah. <laughs> Martina's muted. I don't know what she's doing. I couldn't figure out how to make my stuff bigger to figure out how to unmute it. It was all very <laughs> tiny. <laughs> all my stuff had collapsed. All my my screens, my windows. <laughs> she was just like flaring around. I was like, I don't know what she's doing. Well, then I, was, she... I almost unmuted zoom instead and i was like where is the tricast link so she is the least technologically savvy of the three yes yeah but she's probably the strongest she's probably Um, true yeah probably (laughs) she works out yeah i don't work out people gotta take naps and stuff hey we have to balance out the world (laughs) You kids ready? Sleep when you're dead. That's how that happens.